It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, summer's almost over. It's just about football time. ACC Media Day is coming up next week. Practice gets started the week after that. Uh, we're, we'll get to a little bit of football this week. We'll do uh, probably a bigger preview come back next week um, and, and set the table for um, training camp. Mm-hmm. But we'll do a little football at the end, but we do have some off-season football news to get to this week. Uh, very poor timing on our part last week uh, <laughs> to record um, early. I don't remember if we recorded maybe even Wednesday last week or early Thursday. And then yeah, was, I think it was Thursday. But yeah. yeah it and then at happening. seven o'clock, uh, right as I was sitting down uh, in the movie theater to watch a movie, uh, Jojo Trader, five-star athlete out of nowhere, commits to Miami. Um, I did come back uh, after my movie and record a little five minutes on my thoughts on him. So we'd have something to go with last week. Um, But that's where we got to lead off this week because we didn't really get to dive deep into it last week. Easily the biggest recruiting victory for Miami and Mario Cristobal so far this cycle. I should note another guy I do want to talk about um, the next day then, Artavius Jones, a massive, uh, really interesting defensive tackle from Bluntstown, Florida, up in the panhandle, uh, committed the next day. Uh, let's start with JoJo Trader, though. That is obviously the biggest win so far. Uh, five-star recruit in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. Uh, superstar at Chaminade Madonna, um, which has been a, a really good, nice little pipeline for Miami. Um, we've talked a lot about a lot of Chaminade players uh, at Miami over the last couple of years, including to Corey Couch and Keontra Smith on the current roster. Um and this one was out of nowhere. I mean, this was, we've talked a lot about like the kind of stop and start nature of this recruiting cycle for Miami where, um, you know, they, they got Chance Robinson early. They, they had a nice little June getting Kevin Riley and then stalled out a little bit in July, missing out on a couple of recruits. Um, but this was a huge one. Just, I think one, it's a local kid Two, He's really good. And, and three, I think the fact that it wasn't like, uh, you know, Miami, I think, was considered sort of the favorite in that recruitment, but it was an out of nowhere. Announce- he didn't have a pre-scheduled announcement. It's kind of was like the middle of July, kind of in a quiet period recruiting-wise. Um, it was a kind of like a jolt that this recruiting class, I think, needed. Um, yeah, absolutely, and especially at that position. Yes. Yeah, that's a position we've been talking about all along. I mean um, – from the from the you know the current team to the future, and uh, a, you know yeah everybody was kind of shocked happily shocked and mm-hmm. especially that it's a local guy it helps I think um, and um, David I mean you've you've covered him you've covered all these yeah. guys 
can you can you talk? I mean, I I did start I started watching the the clips on mm-hmm. him. Obviously, the you know he looks really good, but uh, tell me you know tell me about him. Yeah, the I I when I recorded last week, uh, the one thing I went to right away is I I think back to and I'm pretty sure Bill Daly wrote a story on this for us. Uh, not last year, the year so 2021, he was at Miami Central. Um, and you know, that he was young then, a, uh, a sophomore and that team was stacked. Like it always was. And, you know, he was playing a lot of receiver. He was good. Um, but he was kind of looking for anywhere to, to help out. Right. And so that game, it was a blowout, the state championship, but he, he played his first ever snap on defense and had a pick six on it. Um, uh-huh. so, yes, I saw that. That's so, really cool. Yeah. So he's like, you know, that's like, obviously, uh, you want to got to be good, but but the other things you look for in in recruits, some you know some schools and teams really value the multi sport athletes. We're going to talk about that in a little bit when we get to uh, Artavius Jones, and and then the other thing I think some people and coaches really value guys who play both ways. Um, and JoJo did that. You know, he's mostly a wide receiver. Um, I'm sure that's where he'll wind up playing in college. But you know, at Chaminade. Uh, you know, he had a couple interceptions this year playing DB and again, still new to that position. Um, like, like I said, obviously the one in, in, when he was at Miami central. Um, so, you know, he's like the, he fills out like football player cliche. Right. Um, which is, is good. Like that's, it checks more boxes than just a guy who's a really, really good um, wide receiver and um, happens to be like overmatching guys at the high school level. Right. He's a guy who like, got the right attitude can make plays in a bunch of different ways yeah well and and it it does seem we, we always talk about it being uh this being kind of contagious yeah it does seem like that's happening lately right i mean they got they got a flurry they got a flurry of guys so um yeah i mean i mean oh, receiver was what they needed yeah and he's a local guy and he's the number two recruit in south florida according to those 24 7 rankings behind only uh jeremiah smith who's his teammate at chaminade five-star wide receiver uh going to ohio state i think he's number two in the country like regardless of position right now um who one is, is you know maybe miami's biggest target right like that's the guy they would love to have um we've you mentioned the the wide receiver issues um if you could get those two, that'd be great. And the number three guy in South Florida is uh, Zaquan Patterson, a safety at Chaminade Madonna. So, um, you know, we'll see. I, I think Miami's in really good shape to to land him at some point here. Um, it is for as quiet, for as slow a start as this has been in some ways on the recruiting trail. Um, locally, you know, missing out on Jeremiah Smith is tough, but they're not going to give up on him and he's visited a lot. Um, but Getting Trader, you've got Chance Robinson in the mix already. Um, you know, you're right there for guys like Saquon Patterson. You know, they're trying to flip Wayne McCoy from Florida or from Florida State, who's a Miami Central guy. Um, you know, they could still wind up with a pretty good group of locals. And that's not to mention some of the like lower ranked local guys they have uh, already committed, like Dalen Russell, who's a guy we talked about, who was uh, one of our defensive players of the year at the Herald and um Chris Wheatley Humphrey who's just a really you know explosive interesting running back at a, a lower profile school in South Broward so um the local you know 
the momentum matters. Like you said, it, it kicks off a flurry and they got a commitment the next day too. Um, but just as important is getting, you know, getting the guy who can kind of rally the area, right? When a guy like Jojo Trader commits, people locally take notice. And, and yeah, and I, Miami's moved up to, they've like, of course, we expected them to move up mm-hmm. to number, I think, 17. All right, I'm and, looking right now. Right now, 24 7, they're 15. Yeah. 15, 24 so. 7, they're 17 with the on three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're moving up. And uh, Mario always, you know, there's, there's still time and he always, he always does well in the end. So, um, Yes, everything's going well. Yeah, it could be better, right? It could always be better, but um, not as dire. You know, that July, that first week of July, I can't remember if we recorded that week, but it was pretty shaky, right? They missed out on a guy to Florida State. They lost a guy that they definitely kind of thought they had to Nebraska. Um, and they bounced back out of that by getting Marquise Lightfoot, and that kind of stabilized them, I think, a little bit. And then obviously a good week last week um the wide receiver component of this um i saw one of those like social media rankings i don't remember if it was like an espn thing or 24 7 or something um ranking all the wide receiver cores in the acc and they had miami's at like 12th um so you know kind (laughs) of inexcusable for miami right Um, and they could be better right there's a lot of unproven guys i would say in that wide receiver group right now um and i think maybe a guy like xavier restrepo is getting a little underrated because of um, his injuries last year, he just didn't play a whole lot. Um, but they really like badly need like stud playmakers, right? They had they basically, I mean, they have, in the last couple, they do like KJ Osborne got drafted. Charleston Rambo was record setting. You know, he's kind of the the one guy who's been spectacular. But other than that, like since Amon Richards, they haven't had like a whole lot of like number one clear cut outside wide receivers, throw it up to him and he's going to make you apply. And Charleston um, Rambo, Charleston Rambo didn't get drafted. Yeah, right? I mean, AJ got drafted. Who was good. So like, yeah, really good. But they haven't had like a, a superstar at that position in a really long time. And, and that's a really important position in college football right now with um, how high scoring the sport is and how important sure. the passing game. Yeah. And Jojo is, uh, I mean, he's a flanker. He's not a, he's not a slot guy. Yeah. A little bigger. Oh. He's listed at six, one, one seventy five. Oh, he's um, probably what? Five eleven. Yeah. I, six, five. I haven't seen, I haven't seen him in person in a long time. So I, I, I don't want to, but he's bigger, right? He's not like, I think the guy we really like in this freshman class is Ray Ray Joseph. Uh, but he's, I don't know, five, eight, like he's like, Small. You, you need some big guys yeah. and, and not the traders huge, but He's big enough to play on the outside and, um, you know, he's only 17 years old or whatever. He could still be growing too. And and a, I think they would love for this to help them with the the Jeremiah Smith pursuit, which I don't want to speculate on anything there. Um, but just, you know, again, I, I haven't talked to him in a long time. So, um, but they're going to keep working and it can't hurt, I guess. It, it, it's still, I say this every time. I, I, I don't mean to put a damper on everything, but it's, I guess it's not early, but it is early because to me, a lot of, a lot of things start transpiring once the season comes into view. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you cannot predict what a 17 or 18 year old's going yeah. to do. Okay. If they're going to all of a sudden get yeah. wooed by another team, because Miami, let's say 
maybe doesn't do as well as you would hope, or maybe Miami all of a sudden looks really good and all these kids now want to play for Miami. So I, I you know, decommitments commit. I just, it, things always happen. That's all. Yeah. As we yeah. Close. We, we mentioned that and the way NIL obviously means more kind of more flips than ever. The changes to the official visit rules that we talked about last week are a big oh, deal. Right. Yes. Um, you know, probably not going to affect Miami's pursuit of a guy like Jeremiah Smith who can basically like drive to campus whenever he wants because it's Mm -hmm. 40 minutes away but um just kind of generally like you're never out of you're more than ever you're never out of it with a recruit right because either an nil package can come together um or you really convince him to come for a last official visit when you thought you will you weren't in his plan so um you're right good good and bad for miami yeah and the nil stuff is 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 important really yeah. big especially for i would think for the freshmen who you know they're probably the most impressionable mm-hmm. when it comes to that so um the other commit they got last week artavius jones um you know a guy i've never seen him play in person so i don't want to say too much about him but uh i just kind of like love his profile um mm-hmm. listed at like, Make sure I have it right. Listed at 6'3", 280, although people say he's up to 300 pounds now. Um, You know, good, really good player, Bluntstown. That's Florida State country, too. Like, never, you know, always never a bad thing to pull a guy out of there. Um, And the interesting thing about him is he's been a really good athlete in four different sports at Bluntstown, which is a really small school. It's one of those rural schools. Um. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's actually. I assume it's a small school, small town, certainly. Um, sometimes those schools are are big just because they're the only school in town. But um, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Weightlifting. Uh, yeah, state champion in late weightlifting. Obviously, a good football player. State champion in weightlifting this year. Um, a good basketball player. Um, and I think that basketball team's pretty pretty solid. Um, and uh, last year, so he didn't do it this year. So it's four sports over the last two years. I uh, finished fourth in the state in the shot put. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, the, That's great. That, that checks a lot of boxes. Like, even if he wasn't a good football player, and he is, he's got, you know, this productive guy for Bluntstown um, who really blew up as a, a recruit over the last uh, couple of months here. Just that athletic profile alone is the kind of thing that coaches get excited about, like, trying to mold. Yeah. Um, they need DTs. They need tackles badly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I'm. He sounds like, sounds like a, a good get, and I think it's always. I do think it's good when they play a lot of sports. Yeah, I love it. I, I always think about um, when I wrote a story about Ed Reed a couple of years ago when he was going into uh, the Hall of Fame, and uh, I can't remember which if it was Butch who I was talking to or one an assistant coach and. Basically, the they knew. I mean, this is like a once in a generation thing, right? But it was like they knew Ed Reed was the guy when they went and watched him. They didn't even watch him play football; they watched him play a basketball game. And the way that he was like playing point guard and reading defenses, um, they, they could see judge a lot from that. Yeah, I knew he was great. <laughs> I saw him on the football field. Yeah, there you go. It wasn't it wasn't a hard one there? I guess uh, uh, Bluntstown High, by the way, four hundred students. So. Uh, pretty small school there. Um, 
But yeah, still again, yeah, especially for a defensive tackle, right? Like or de- linemen of all like how many great offensive linemen were basketball players, right? How about or wrestling? wrestling? I like wrestling. I like I when do, they wrestle right? too, but especially those big guys, because you don't want them to just be big guys, right? You want them to be a little uh, agile. Guy who can move his feet. Okay. He certainly can do that as a guy who averaged 10 and 8 as a basketball player. And um like you that. know, gotta be coordinated to do the shot put, right? Um, obviously weightlifting that shows off just his raw strength. Um, and actually even in football, like he was a defensive tackle, but he also like was like a fullback tight end guy for them on offense. Oh uh, yes. So moving that's around. Funny. So yeah, yeah there's a lot to like there. I mean, I, again, I, I, all I've watched is his huddle. Like I haven't seen him play in person or been able to watch like a full game tape, but like, you know, those are, those are a lot of like positives, no matter what. He can obviously move. Yes, exactly. And that's like the most important thing at that position. That's really, really cool. That's a separator at that position, right? It's like Jared Harrison Hunt, right? Who's, you know, I don't think he's totally put it together, but. Just um, thinking about him. Yeah. Yeah, When you said that, just thinking about him. So. All right. So everything's good recruiting so far. It's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, they could definitely pick up a couple more guys and end of July. I think they have like their annual, I don't know what the event is now, barbecue, I think. Um, so that'll be another chance to to get a couple guys, and then we're right into practice. And was that you know, was that when Mark Rick used to do the? I think uh, that's when Mark. Or was that was that part of Paradise Camp? I can't remember. Uh maybe I don't yeah, know. I don't remember the summer barbecue thing, but maybe yeah, not. it might be. Maybe not. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, let's wrap things up by a very quick early training camp preview. We'll plan to be back next week for a bigger bigger look at where what we're excited to see um, next month. But we're getting close. ACC Media Days, as we said, coming up next week. Um, Media Days all and all the other conferences have been going on for, for weeks now. It really feels like college football season's here. Um you know, we'll we'll go deeper on a couple topics and pick out a few other things to talk about next week. But just what 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 has like what's number one storyline on your mind for these next two weeks as we go to ACC Media Days and then that like first week of of uh, training camp? Well, I, I I'm always interested in uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's the obvious um, one right now, right? Yeah, how they're doing, and I I actually did see. Tyler Van Dyke. Oh, right. We should talk about that. Yeah. You, you went out to, um, I went uh, to Xavier Restrepo was running a camp and yes, Tyler, I, I, who's his yeah. roommate, went out at there Monarch with him. High, where, at Monarch High in Coconut Creek, where actually Xavier uh, grew up. Right. Um, and until they moved to uh, Pembroke Pines, I believe, when he was in college. But um, uh, yeah, Tyler looks great, looks fit ready to go. Um, you know, I talked to him for a while. He's excited to get going. Xavier looks great. He lost some weight. Um, I think he, he, maybe he's 190 something now. 
uh, and he looks fit. You know, he always looks super fit. Yeah. Um, and he's always hyped up and ready to go. So they had, you know, I, I love that Tyler showed up for him and he really was the only, those were the two canes that were there. I think mm-hmm. it was long a drive for the other guys or something. But um, at the ACC media days, they're going to, they've announced that they're, they're Tyler's showing up and Tyler and Cam Kinchins, of course, the all American, right. Uh, yep. Safety and Matt Lee, their new center um, from UCF, the transfer. Uh, he'll be there, which is always interesting when they have a transfer. Um, I think, you know, they had KJ Osborne that one year too, which was kind of neat. And he ended up having a great yeah. season. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm also interested as Mario always is in the offensive line stuff. I mean, we've talked a lot about that, but I think that's going to make a great difference. Um, and obviously how healthy they are. Yeah. You know, so that's they, where I was going to go. I mean, obviously Tyler. We never, we never find it, out till the, the day we walk in, but okay. to, me, the, to me, the biggest thing we're going to figure out in the next like 14 days or whatever, we don't know exactly when camp's going to start um, sometime in that first week of August. Um, yeah. Is Zion Nelson around? Like that is, that's, that's, that's a big one that we're going to get answered right away. Um, Always. Because we have not seen him. Really, since the Texas A&M game, uh, did not participate in the spring. Although we saw him at the game, we saw him at the um, game. Yeah. So that was a good sign. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> but that was we know song. he still exists, um, and that he's on the team. He's on the team, and <laughs> but we haven't seen him play. And this is a guy who, I mean, I'm looking. Teams are starting, or different publications are starting to put out their like all ACC teams, and Zion's still getting that like first team all ACC, second team all ACC. Hype, that's the potential around him, right? We it's we we've seen it in flashes. We saw it um, you know, the last time he played a full season, he was really good. Um and we're waiting to see him take that step. We didn't get to see it last year. Um that's he's the guy who can, I think can make this the difference between just a really you know, a really good line because I think that interior is going to be good no matter what, right? Matt Lee, that veteran presence, Javion Cohen's a potential early round draft pick. Um, on one side. On one side. Jalen Rivers on the other yeah. side is. Well, Jalen, yeah, depend. I mean. He's depend, excellent. Like you right. said, he is, but it depends on, 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 on Zion. Exactly. So I think those well, three guys, those three guys are all really good. Um, Jalen Rivers is, you know, one of the more underrated, probably the most underrated guy on the team at this point. Definitely one of the what more if, one more underrated guys in the ACC. Right. Um, if Zion doesn't come back, then Jalen's going to. Then it changes everything up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and 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 yeah, I think yeah. So Definitely. yeah, to me, to me, Zion's a guy who can take this from being a fantastic, like a, a good line, because I think it's going to be good no matter what. With just those three, I think you know, Prince, uh, Francis Mangoa, like could be a really you know if he ends up starting. I think he's- yeah, I, I think he's gonna end up being really good, David. I think yeah, he's gonna, you gotta, he take a little bit, okay, college, but uh yeah, I think he's gonna be good. Yeah. So. so but but Zion's the guy who can take them over the top, I think. And you know, if that line's really good, this team should be pretty good. Like a good offensive line in college football, that gets you I mean, that that gets you to a bowl pretty much by itself, right? Like there's not a lot yeah. of teams with bad lines that are not a lot of teams that good lines that go three and nine or whatever. Like 
Yeah, you know, I'm sure. They're, they're going to need more than just that to be as good as people hope, but hard to imagine them missing out on a bowl game if that line stays healthy and plays to the, the ability we think they have a chance to. Yeah. Then like like I've said so many times, if and it's obvious if they if they are healthy and Zion comes back and they've got some guys that can also shuffle in there, um, then uh then so goes hopefully Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah. I mean, I you know, he's got it, he he just can't get hit. He cannot yeah. get hit. The ACC is also just one last thing because we got AC media. ACC is pretty interesting this year. Clemson and Florida State seem like the clear like class mm-hmm. of the conference. Um, I think Clemson is going to be really good because um, I like and, their quarterback. Go ahead. And but then after that, the like number three and you know Florida State a lot of hype. I get it. They finished I think last year on a six game winning streak. They brought a lot of their guys back. Um, including all American defensive end. And I think they're going to be good. By the way. I think they're going to be really good. Yeah. But after them, it's it's pretty open. I mean, North Carolina's got Drake May. Um, that yeah. offense should be good just because of him. But their defense is like not a whole lot of proven guys on that defense. Um, you know, that that number three spot feels pretty open this year. There's some Duke buzz. Um, you know, Miami is always going to get some love, and I, I think it's deserved to an extent because that line and Tyler Van Dyke, if you're a Tyler Van Dyke believer, that's, that's a really good starting point. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if one, if anyone can crack crash that Clemson Florida state party. Um, and just, if not like, who's that number three team going to be in the ACC? It feels and, really open. And, and you know what else? Uh, the, the uh, ACC divisions going bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that. I, I was looking like Miami's, Miami's schedule is tough, and Florida State's because I've been doing some early football preview stuff, just putting together schedules and stuff. Right, Florida State's schedule is pretty easy. Um, well, that doesn't help Miami. Okay, Miami's so, schedule is hard. They've got Florida State and Clemson on the schedule yeah, this year. Exactly, and if you have now the two best teams uh, in the ACC playing each other, which I love that. Mm-hmm. But it might it might hurt Miami really. Uh, they don't have that good old coastal. I know. Not that they could ever do anything with it, but oh, yeah. they could. But now, now it's gonna be it's gonna be tougher. So it's gonna yeah. be oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, um, okay, we'll finish up there. Um, we'll plan to come back next week do a uh more thorough training camp preview. Um, hopefully by then we'll know when this thing's gonna get started. But um, yeah, it's the end of July. Football season is just about here um you can follow susan on twitter at s miller degnan we'll be both together at uh messi's debut friday night so you can follow both of, both of us on twitter there i'm at db wilson too um thanks as always for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week